top, 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 top of the AM to you. This is your girl, Fabulous Frida. Always your host, here to bring you the most on WDGS on your podcast station. Listen today, today, today. Oh my, what do I have to say? Well, I tell you one thing I gotta say is God is good. All the time and all the time, God is good. You know this God thing. You know, everybody that's breathing, I believe, has heard of, know of, and some of us even worship of God. We have experienced the omnipresence of a power that is supernaturally beyond people ability. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. There is a power that coexists. It's called the supernatural. It's beyond our natural human being. It's beyond our natural ability. It can do things that man cannot do. It can sustain your life even when you don't understand. It can create ways out of no way. It can allow favor to go in places when you don't have finances. It's called the omnipresence of a supernatural power that is only ordained by God. And for those of us who believe in that type of supernatural realm, Listen, you will see supernatural things. This is what prompt and push you. You know, oftentimes I wonder sometimes about people I'm looking and I'm watching as well as praying. And I'm telling you, the older God is gracing me to become the more profound observation has became powerful. Sometimes you don't have to be talking and asking questions. Although I like to talk and I like to laugh, but I'm always observing. I'm watching as well as praying. I'm paying attention to spirits that entertain me. Hello. Because sometimes, you know, spirits can be very, very, very deceiving. So the scripture encourages us to try the spirits by the spirits to see if they are of God. Every spirit that come is not always of God. Sometimes some spirits are sent by Satan. I'm just saying hello. I think back into the garden when Jesus was talking to Peter. And Jesus told Peter some things. He said, listen, I'm going to have to go to this place and I'm going to be tested. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. I'm going to, God is sending me to a place to test me to see if I'm going to have to go through what the elders tell me to do, what this, what this, what the scribes tell me to do. He said, and I'm going to have to go to this place and I'm going to have to do what all these people tell me to do in humility. I'm going to have to humble myself. He said, and then after I do all of that humbling, then they're going to kill me 
and I'm going to be resurrected. <laughs> oh, I hope somebody hang in there. So, into who, when Jesus said that, this is what Peter said, and that's in Matthew chapter 16. So, Peter said, oh, no, Jesus, that is not going to happen to you. And Jesus said to Peter, he said, get thee behind me. He had to rebuke Peter because Peter did not understand when Jesus said to him, I'm going to have to endure some things because of my father. Not because of the people. The people never had the power that they thought they had. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed that. That's why I'm a firm believer. Because all of us have to seek the same power. That's why I'm not big and I got to praise people. Hello. And some people I've come to observe, they find it very offensive. They want their praises. They want their recognition. And sometimes it amazes me. People are so apt and quick to make sure to give it to them. It's almost as if they got to be embraced by them. And I believe this is why Peter was so perplexed when Jesus told him, get thee behind me, Satan. Now, you know, if if somebody... think they complimenting you and you tell them to get thee behind the Satan, they might take offense to you. Hello. Well, you know what? I, I, I want to say this on this podcast this morning because I've been praying and processing and you know, you all know once I get in that, that position, as Zachariah said, he said, I had to commune and oftentimes, you, you follow me as a regular follower. You've heard me use this same description. I've had to commune. Because, see, when you're communing in the realm of the supernatural, even though you are among people in the natural realm, you're smiling, you're laughing, you're talking, but you're also discerning. Oh, God, help me today. And so then sometime in your discernment, as with Zechariah, and I believe it's around chapter 3, the angels was ministering to Zechariah. And Zechariah was sitting there, and he said that he was awakened, but the angel awakened. It's like, I'm not asleep. I'm, I'm paying attention. But the angel, but the things that Zechariah was thinking on, the angel came and questioned to enlighten him on. And I'm telling you, in the last couple of days, I've been watching as well as praying. I've been seeking to see what the Holy Spirit is granting to discern from in me. Because let me tell y'all something. Out of everything we can do in this entire world, listen, you got to grab this. Everything we can do in this entire world is going to be about one or two things. We live only to die. When we all should be, I think when we get past 18, we got that. I mean, some of these young kids, I don't think they got it. But if you pass, let me bump it up to 21. Every human being that breathes and lives, we get it. We'll leave here. Okay. 
And in our culture, people don't like to talk about that reality. And that's what happened with Peter with Jesus. Jesus was just letting Peter know this is the reality. But Peter didn't want to embrace that. And that's why Jesus had to rebuke him. Because anytime, get this now, anytime you don't want to embrace a truth over a lie that comes from Satan. Now you got to listen to my other podcast, the one before this, when I talk about Satan is the father of lies. So Jesus understood that for Peter to live in denial of a fact of the truth, then he living in a false reality. And that's why he rebuked him as Satan. Okay, I hope y'all now get that revelation. Because some people probably couldn't understand it. But anytime anybody said something that was a lie instead of the truth, Jesus wanted them to understand that didn't come from God because God is not the father of lies, but he is the father of truth. And sometime in order to embrace the truth, it's a hard task. And so when Jesus was telling Peter, listen, this is the hardcore truth. I have to go and I have to be persecuted. I have to subject myself and humble myself to not only just my elders, but to the scribes. And then I'm going to be killed, but I'm going to be resurrected. (laughs) And that's the part that Peter didn't get because he was so busy looking at why was he connected to Jesus and the benefits. And you know, that's the thing that I've come to realize about a lot of people. They're not connected to you because they really just like you and they really understand you even. I was saying to someone just yesterday, they told me about connecting and informing someone of a situation that I'm encountering. And I had to meditate right quick, you know, like, and I didn't immediately give them an answer, but I pondered and I talked to God. And that's why I say pondered and prayed, because whenever you're talking to God, you're praying. And then I called them and I said, you know what? The reason why I don't inform some people, and it doesn't matter who. Some people, I don't inform them of certain things. I said, because they don't care about me. You know, some people really, you they show you they really don't care about you. What they care about, either your position to them, and they say, okay, well, that's my boss. Or that's my doctor. So, you know, I, I just like them only because of their position, not because you value them. Oh, I hope somebody grab this. See, I value the people that God put in my life. And see, when you value people, this is the thing. You don't, you don't, you don't love them because of how they treat you. You don't, you don't fall out with them because if they don't do what you want them to do. You don't value people like that. When you value something, 
Oh, God, help me today. It doesn't matter if nobody else understands what that means to you. When you value it, you stay there. You stay connected. You endure. You go through and you're not there for what you can get out of it. You know, some people, they just in it for what they can get out. Some people just go to work, in other words, to get a paycheck. They don't value their job. Some people just connect with you in relationships. And I've been married twice only because of what you bring to the table. Your education, your money, your body, your feel good. But once all that is put to the side, they'll walk away from you. I'm just saying. And I have lived a life to realize that a lot of people walk away from you because they do not value you. They don't value you. They can make their mouth say what they say. But anytime you know who you are, just like Jesus knew, he knew who he was. And for Peter to say what he said, he like, you don't understand the value of my purpose of this journey because if you did I would need to rebuke you see I'm here to do a service for not just you Peter but for the whole world and when a person knows their divine purpose and you understand that you are here to be of a service see you won't fall out with people you know you're not just here to serve yourself and to serve your own feelings and to serve your own emotions and to self-serve. That's what they call (laughs) self-serve. But you will understand that you are here to serve people for a bigger reason, to serve people for a bigger calling. But when your emotions dictate and make decisions like Peter, then you get caught between the truth and the lie. And then that's what Jesus was teaching. If you back it up in Matthew chapter 15, when he talked about the leaders that are leading people blindly. Everybody, he said, that's leading people blindly. They, they, they false, they blind leaders. They are blind leaders of the blind people that already can't see. And you got a lot of people. They will listen to people who tell them how to process their emotions. They're not teaching people how to process the word of God, how to stand boldly, how to walk in it no matter what. And see, the, the most profound scripture in the entire Bible that I've had to practice more than anything, listen, you gotta grab this, is to let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. Now, that is the most profound scripture to practice. Because to have the mind of Christ, that means you got to understand why he went, walked, talked, and said the things he did. He never talked as much as they got all this red writing of Jesus Christ talking in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And out of all the talking that he did, oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. He was trying to get people to understand 
This is the way we must be. We must have the mind of Christ in order to make it into heaven. Everybody that live is going to leave. Everybody that live in this earth is going to one day leave this earth. But the most profound thing about in between, are you living in such a way that if you leave this earth, you will descend unto heaven. You will ascend. You will ascend into heaven or descend into hell. That's the in-between. That's the purpose. That's the purpose when you should be driven by more than anything. How do you treat people? And this is the thing about having the mind of Christ. It has taught me how to push my emotions and my feelings out of the way to to walk in the right way. And sometimes to walk the right way, we gotta we gotta not be self-serving. We gotta get our emotions straight out the way. None of us know the day or the hour. Listen, that we can leave this earth, okay? Nobody knows. I recently discovered something that I didn't know that every single human body, everybody, is subject to that can kill you instantly. Every day. Listen, you got to grab this. I was not aware. Listen, you got to get this now. Because this should make some type of determining factor in how you treat people. Some determining factor to not allow your feelings to dictate. And see, if you walk in faith, if you got the faith, if you got the faith of Christ, your feelings will not dictate to you how to treat people. Because one thing about it, we can never, ever mistreat somebody if we wrong and think we're getting away with it. And nobody can never mistreat you and think they're getting away with it. And if you have faith to believe in God and God truth, you will know that. And you won't fall out with people. I'm just saying, hello. (laughs) You will not walk around in a self-righteous, self-serving indignation of yourself. And see, this is what Jesus was telling If you read chapter 15 and 16, listen, don't brag on me. Don't boost me up because I got to go through some suffering in order to fulfill my purpose. I'm not good, so don't call me good. Nobody is good. These are the pinpoint and the things we need to observe in this day and time. When people think they are so significant, hello, they are so important, hello, in their position that they feel you got to humble yourself and your life should be surrendered to their wants and their needs. That is not how Jesus told us to have the mind of Christ. You got to first and foremost be about, he said, I got to be about my father in heaven business. Then I deal with the people business. But first, I got to do what God say do. Oh, I hope somebody grabbed this. First, I got to go what God say go. But then, but then, but then the people said, but no, Jesus, 
Can you just be patient and wait and have some compassion and understanding? I need to go back and bury my father. And Jesus said, well, go ahead. Do what you got to do. But this is the thing. You can make another decision. And you can come on and do and follow me. He said, because I can tell you this much. There's never been a human being that have put their hands to the plow and look back and been fit to go to heaven and fit for the kingdom. If you're going to be on this earth and you ain't got it yet, when you're going to make everything on this earth more important that you got to look back at and mistreat people because of, you ain't fit to come to heaven. Hello? Because you ain't first figured out. See, that's what he was trying to get these disciples to understand. You got to figure out who is more important to obey, God or man. I'm just saying. And you got a lot of people with what I call a God complex. I know I've been saying it for years. They people are their own gods. And if you don't obey and listen to them and do what they want you to do, they will treat you like they don't know you. I'm just saying. That's a self-serving spirit. And it's not of God. And there's a lot of people that need deliverance from it in the land. Because there are things in our bodies. Listen, I came to discover day before yesterday about blood clots. They can happen at any time in anybody in any part of your body. I didn't know that. I mean, I heard of people talk about them in your leg. But I didn't know when I say they can take place in any part of your body. From your heart, to your liver, to your lungs, to your... I mean, to your lungs and your liver. You won't even know. And they can clot and kill you instantly. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't know that. Like I said, I only heard people get blood clots in the legs. And I just thought it's just something, you know, they put them on a pair of socks or they give them a treatment and they be all right. But do you not know that you can get blood clots in your lungs, your liver, your kidneys, your, well, the heart seems to be obvious, you know, because that's where the blood supply is generated from. But I, and I was not aware, blood clots can form anywhere in our bodies. And they can literally kill us. They can get in your kidney and they can, I mean your lungs. Blood clots can formulate in your lungs and cause people shortness of breath. See, some people go misdiagnosed and then it reaches the heart and this is what's happening. Let me tell you, y'all got to listen. This is why you ain't got the time to walk around and think with your God complex. Somebody owe you something from the breath of life that God gave them and me and you and hello. You didn't give yourself life and whoever you got your attitude with You didn't give them life either. I'm just saying, hello. God gave all of us the breath of life. 
even if we was part of, uh, of of being used by God, if even if we was vessels, people don't belong to people. People, hello, people. All people belong to God. And see, people walking around with this God complex, and that's when they get in these some of the worst relationships because they think that that woman belonged to them or that man belonged to them, or, or you know these dysfunctional relationships because they want to take ownership over a human grown being life. That that's a person who who is who who somebody need to say get thee behind me, Satan. I'm just saying because they don't have a clear reality of what's going on. Nobody belongs to nobody. Nobody belongs to nobody. And this is why I investigate now more than ever the scripture, Philippians 2 and 5. Let this mind be in me that is also in Christ Jesus. When I started on this deep dive study, I think at least about four years ago, I don't know, somewhere between three and five years. I started out the beginning of the year. I've always studied those four Gospels, but I was mandated at the beginning of the year. to, to That was the thing. Let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. And to do that, it has created me to study. Steady, And the more I study those four Gospels, the more I realize and recognize how, how many times I was in error. I was wrong. I thought if I could say what I say and have some, some Bible to back it up, then you know I'm good. Oh, but this thing is bigger than that. When you start studying the mind of Christ, Every decision you will begin to make will be about your Father in heaven. You will not make no decisions without consulting with your Father in heaven. You will truly, your senses will become so keen when you acknowledge God in all your ways and let him direct your path. And if God don't direct that path, it doesn't matter what a trillion zillion people say. Oh, God, help me today. You will not go in that direction. I talked to a girl briefly yesterday about the majority. The majority is not always right. And she gave me such a profound testimony. And she said, you know what, Miss Frida? You are so absolutely correct. Now more than ever, you got to start watching the people that go along with the majority. I'm just saying. Because we're living in a dispensation of time where the word already has prophetically said there's going to be a great falling away. So you can't listen to the majority because that's the great. (laughs) And then there's the scripture that says in the latter days, see, see, few is going to find the path and walk it. So few is not the majority. And the thing is, it gets down to having the mind of Christ. Philippians 2 and 5. Do you want the mind of Christ? Because if you want the mind of Christ, let me just say this. And you can take this and put it in your bag of nuggets. You will have to become tunnel vision about your father's business. And you will have to have a strong enough mind 
that no matter what other people say, just like with Jesus, you can't go along with other people. You can't go along with self-serving spirits. You have to be positioned as a soldier, a true soldier in the army of the Lord. And you have to have a made up mind. Just like what Jesus did. He told a man, he said, listen, if you want to go back and bury your daddy, go ahead. See, that's the thing about when you got a, when you got a, a made up mind to be a soldier for God, you're not going to fall out with people about what they choose to do. Because you understand some people must strategically be led to move according to God. And listen, my hands and arms are never so long. They, they can't box with God and they're not stupid enough to try. So whatever God lead anybody to do and say, I'm cool with that. I'm not falling out with people about anything. Because I don't know what things God has led people to do. And that's not my mission. My mission and my purpose is to be about my father's business and having the mind of Christ. And it take all day to be able to examine my ways. It take all day when you got the mind of Christ to be kind to people even when they're not kind to you. Forgive people even when you know they're not trying to even speak to you to forgive you. Not to hold and harbor and hate. This is where you start operating in the mind of Christ. And as you make your decision, because only you can make it, that if you are very much aware that you have a life and you will one day have a death, what you do in between is what's going to determine where you go when you leave here. And the way the world is now, none of us know the day or the hour. None of us know when somebody going to show up in a place, a grocery store, a hospital, a school, a doctor office. None of us know when somebody going to show up and they decide that they want to commit to a mass murder. None of us know. So it behooves us to be mindful to walk in a way that we must be able to 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 to, to take to take the yoke and learn of God and do the things that we should do. Be careful how you treat people. Be careful how you do things with people. Because we never know. We never know. We never know, like I said, when you get in that car, if it's the last time you ride in it. You never know if a blood clot will just clot up in your body unexpectedly. You never know. So I have to be consciously aware every day, throughout the day, to not only watch and pray, but to be mindful of my own actions, my reactions, and my responses and my replies. What is the motive? Why are you doing what you're doing? Do you value what you do? Are you just in it for a paycheck? As some people are. So, you know, that's the thing. We have to decide. We get that opportunity and we have to monitor ourselves accordingly for the reasons that is best for for what you know that you are led to do. Not what people think you should do, because remember, 
the majority is not always right. I'm just saying, hello. And on that note, may the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down into your lives. Meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. And until the next podcast upload, may the words from this particular podcast download and resonate in your spirit. May you decide that every day is going to be on purpose. Every day is going to be on purpose because we don't know which day is the last day. Every day you is going to value the people that you are mandated to be for. Are you in people's lives because you value them or are you in their lives because you just looking to get out of them what you want? And sometimes for the ego strokers, I'm just saying what they want is somebody who just going to stroke their ego and tell them something nice and sweet and all this stuff. Some people, that's what they value. I'm just saying that's a whole nother topic. But be mindful why people make connections. Is it authentic? Is it genuine? Or they just want from you what they want. And when they can't get from you what they want, let me tell you something. They'll show you just what you really mean. (laughs) May the blessings from heaven flow, flow, flow down, down, down. Into your lives, meet all of your needs, even the things your heart desires. And may you continue to prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prosper. God blessings. I humbly appreciate you all. You all, you all, you all. I thank you even based on my analytics. I tell you, I am so humbly, humbly thankful for the thousands of followers that tune in to WDGS on your podcast station. God continuous blessings to you and your family always. Bye for now.